0: Israel heads to their fifth election in three and a half years. Efforts towards a Middle East peace agreement. Will a central bank digital currency control buying and selling? Well, We will analyze these events from a prophetic perspective while taking your calls on this open mind edition of End of the Age. Good afternoon, everybody. I'm Dave Robbins with End Time Ministries. Thank you so much for joining me on this edition of End of the Age. And I will be taking your calls today. The number to reach me, 1-877-363-8463. I always look forward to Fridays and open line. It's a great time. It's your day. I'll cover some information here until we get some calls, and then we'll go straight to that. So, the Israel Knesset has just dispersed. And Israel now has an interim prime minister, Yair Lapid. The next elections, according to Jerusalem Post, are to be held on November 1st. And believe it or not, there is a chance that former prime minister Benjamin Netanyahu could become prime minister again, depending upon the elections. But the 24th Knesset, voted 92 to 0 yesterday morning to disband itself and to hold the next elections again in early November. And it's going to be the fifth Knesset election in the past three and a half years. Imagine in the United States, five elections in three and a half years. I can't even imagine that. One is stressful enough. But five in three and a half years? The Jewish News Syndicate reported that the Israeli government really collapsed due to mainly political differences. If you understand what's been, happened over the last year, everything that's happened in Israel, and they, these political differences have stifled the parliament's ability to, degree, to agree on matters of settlement expansion, Palestinian authority negotiations, and other issues. The government was made up of a coalition of eight ideologically diverse parties. So think about our um, Senate made up of Republicans and Democrats. Well, imagine having a government made up of eight different parties and ideologies. And they had both right and left, and they also included an Arab faction in an Israeli government. And so you can see how everybody they just couldn't come to an agreement and couldn't get a lot of things passed, because there were so many different uh, mindsets in there. And the government also failed to suppress growing internal Israeli-Arab uh, violence. So the, clo- the coalition also, people started dropping out. Uh, the coalition, it lost a parliamentary majority after one of the, the, after the uh, whip, Adit Silman, a member of Bennett's Yamina party, uh, which is, was on the right, stepped down without warning in April... And so they only they only had a very um, like they had like a, a, a not much of a majority at all you need like sixty one uh, seats I think it went down to sixty uh, after she stepped down and so yeah the her resignation brought the number of coalition members in the Knesset down to sixty equal to the number of the opposition and so it and other people along the way started dropping off as well so Israel, they Bennett and Lapid said, look we're just going to devolve." Uh, dissolve this. We're going to go to new elections in November. Yair Lapid will be the interim prime minister, and Naftali Bennett, not anymore. He's gone. And again, unbelievably, there is a chance that Benjamin Netanyahu could be prime minister of Israel again. Now, why do I bring this up? Well, obviously, a lot of people want to know what's going on in Israel, but because of a, a future peace agreement. We know that there's coming a peace agreement, and if, if we have time, I'll go through some of that uh, coming up and what the peace agreement's going to, what like some f- further efforts with the Negev Summit and everything's going on with this huge uh, military alliance with Israel and the Arabs, this regional effort, possibly bringing the Palestinians and Israelis to a peace negotiation So that's one of the things we look for for here at End Time Ministries because there is coming a peace agreement that's prophesied in Scripture, a peace agreement that will start the final seven years to the Battle of Armageddon and the second coming of Jesus Christ. And so that's why we're very interested. We're interested in Israel, number one, because a, a vast majority of the end time prophecies concerning the second coming of Jesus Christ center right around Israel. And so we watch Israel, we're supportive of Israel, we love Israel. We have our college in downtown Jerusalem. I teach a um, the physical class, I'm, I, I teach it from our studios here in Dallas. We teach a class of students in the Jerusalem Prophecy College every Thursday morning. And they're very educated and they're going out and telling people what's going on and spreading the news and it's, it has become awesome They love Bible prophecy. For years, our guides told us, "What, you know, what's the point in all of this? You know, coming and teaching prophecy and things." Jews do not like prophecy; they don't follow prophecy. Well, we found that not to be true when we had our first prophecy conference in Israel several years ago, and two hundred and fifty people showed up—a prophecy conference—and so our guide was shocked. He couldn't believe it. He thought Jews aren't interested in this. Well, he was a secular Jew. He wasn't interested in it, but many of them were. And get this, some of the people from that original prophecy conference are still attending the Jerusalem Prophecy College today. So what's the prophecy, uh, Jerusalem Prophecy College all about? It's a college courses that we set up. We're going to use that to help with our efforts in the end time, efforts in the end end time with us and Israel and um, especially Judea, the West Bank area. And so we have students attending there today. We have thousands of students attending the Jerusalem Prophecy College online to help bring people up to speed very quickly on what's going on. If you'd like to attend that college, go to www.jerusalemprophecycollege.com and enroll. It's very reasonable. And we wanted everybody to really have access to it. And so, it's a great way to get you up to speed very quickly. Not only on Bible prophecy, which is about 30% of the Bible, but on the other 70% as well. Biblical foundational principle teaching on how to live a great life here on the earth and prepare you for the second coming of Jesus Christ, the 1,000 year millennial reign, and then eternity. So, JerusalemProphecyCollege.com If you want to be brought up to speed very quickly it's got, we go over the entire Bible from Genesis to Revelation Keys to Spiritual Growth Life and Teachings of Jesus Christ Part 1, 2, and 3 and Satan Defeated, Sonship Restored What's that all about? We teach all of that in the Jerusalem Prophecy College Wow, what a... Um, a joy it has been to put that together number one and then to see it change people's lives as they go through the curriculum
1: satan and the elites of this world don't want you to understand the timeline leading to the second coming of jesus you can pinpoint where we are in the end time understand how you fit in and be filled with hope in god's plan by watching the future according to bible prophecy go to intime.com/future or call 800 intime that's 800-363-8463
2: Our hope is to help prepare you for that day. God bless you, and we love you.
0: All right, everybody, welcome back. And believe it or not, I've got one caller. So if you ever wanted to call, now's the time. I know a lot of people are traveling today. We had a lot of our staff members that were off work uh, wanting a four-day holiday and i understand that but uh if you want to call number to reach me one eight seven seven three six three eight four six three, 363 8463 and i'll i'll go to this one call and then we'll go back and i got i got several programs actually put together so uh we'll see how it goes let's go to lisa in hawaii god bless lisa welcome to into the age
3: hi dave thanks for taking my call sure uh i have Um, concerns about this vaccine, that people, I mean, I have to wait in line. I go to the pharmacy to get a medication. I have to wait in line for all these people still clamoring for it. When I guess it's not, I know it's not a mainstream news, but it's depopulated, depopulation. (laughs) Or maybe it's like they're trying to, because on one show, I watch wethepeople.com. Yeah. And it's a news program, daily. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And they said, uh, well, we're in a restaurant. They turned on the Bluetooth on their phone, and they were able to look at all the people in the restaurant that had taken the vaccine. We're we're tracked with the vaccine. Yeah. Isn't that just scary?
0: Yeah. I mean, so the the question is um, about the vaccine being part of the depopulation agenda?
3: Yeah. Now, I know it's not the mark of the beast because –
0: We haven't got here
3: yet. But it's kind of like depopulating, trying to get rid of us.
0: I I understand what you're saying. Can I answer that question conclusively? No. Uh, Could it be? Possibly. I do know, and the the only reason I say that, Lisa, is because I can really only answer things conclusively that I can prove 100%. Um, So can I prove that? I don't know if we can or not. But I do know that I've done research and the abortion agenda was part of the, uh, has been about depopulation uh, all along, population control. And I, I did my research on that. I found out that it, there was a, that um, Rockef, the Rockefellers, John D. Rockefeller, put out a, um, he spoke and he put out a paper in 1972 about, the population explosion and that, you know, it's, it's totally unsustainable. Ten months later, we go right into Roe v. Wade. We have the case, and <clears throat> in 73, Roe v. Wade was decided uh, legalizing abortion in America. And so I've read articles, many that say it was all about population control. However, now here we are all these years later looking back, and we can kind of prove that, but as far as the vaccine being part of a depopulation agenda. I don't know today sitting here on the radio that I could prove that conclusively. Again, is it possible? Sure it is. But I don't know if no, I can but give it's you a, a, a I'm sorry?
3: You know, it's making it's making it abortion. I mean uh it's spontaneous a lot of pregnant women have had spontaneous abortions after the vaccine. Yep. And they're saying, you know, they're wanting kids under five to take it. But um there was a doctor on we the people dot news yesterday says, hey it could um, work on their um, the male testes and the woman's ovaries to um, affect not being able to become pregnant so yeah there's so they're going at a different angle because yeah. I guess they may have seen foreseen the abortion thing being taken out right and but then a lot of a lot of the abortions, the fetal cells are showing up in our food. So that's another way they're depopulating. If you see a non-GMO little butterfly on a, a lot of products are having them, that's thin bioed. Yeah. And they, they put the genome, they, they slice the genome and put a CRISPR technique in there. And then it's not, it's Frankenfood. It's not even real food. Your body doesn't recognize it. So that's another way they're trying to kill us off. Yeah. And but, I was probably be putting that,
0: vaccines in the lettuce.
3: They're growing lettuce, vertical farming in California, and they're putting the vaccine in the lettuce yeah. and in the water supply.
0: That's why I pray before I, every time I eat, Lisa.
3: Okay, that's a good
0: idea. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean because I, at this point, uh, with everything they're doing to chickens and the, and our meat and our food, I just pray and say, Lord, help me, and uh, you know, help me th- allow this food to be to the nourishment of my body. And, um, thank you. And I just start eating because, you know, if I, I, I'm just not that much into looking on every box and every little thing. I mean, they just told me last week that I'm a diabetic and now I've got to look at everything and measure everything out. And so, you know, at the end of the day, I trust God for many things. Mm -hmm. I watch what's going on, the things I can prove I'll stay away from the things I can't prove here. Here's, here's my deal with the vaccine. I know a lot of people have brought this up. There's a lot of thing in the news about vaccine and people, you know, uh, having problems with their joints and their all kinds of different accidents that are happening. I know a lot of people. I'm just going to play kind of the devil's advocate here. I know a lot of people that took the vaccine that up to this point have had no problems. Now, I'm not saying the vaccine is a good thing. I have not been vaccinated. And so I don't want to take the vaccine. I don't agree with it. I don't agree with government coercion about what I should do with my body. However, I know I understand what you're saying about the vaccine being part of the depopulation agenda. Could it be possibly? At this point though, I know a a lot of people that have the vaccine, my mom, a lot of my pastor friends, a lot of friends in my sphere of influence that have had no problems up to this point. And so at this point, Lisa, I'm not sure I can answer your question conclusively because I don't know if I could prove it or not.
3: Well, you know, but you have such a big platform. Maybe if we just encourage your listeners not to take it, that would be a good thing.
0: I'm not a medical doctor. I'm not a medical uh, doctor, and so I'm not going to encourage people, whether they do or do not take the vaccine. I'm telling you, I didn't take it. Give me just a second. I didn't take it because I'm not, I'm against government coercion. Um, But am I against vaccines? No, but I don't want the government telling me what to do with my body, and so I'm against that. That's what I'm against. But I'm not going to get into where I'm telling people to and not to take the vaccine. That's their decision. I'm a prophecy teacher, and so I'm going to stand right there um, yeah. and, and leave it at that. And and I, I do understand Let's your leave point.
3: This. God is in control. Let's
0: just yeah. amen. And again, yes. when it comes to the mark of the beast. And global numbering systems, I'm all in on that, and we'll talk about that all day. But when it comes for me to say, hey, you know, audience, don't take the vaccine, I'm I'm simply not willing to do that um, sim- for many reasons, and I- I'm sure most everybody would understand that, Lisa, and I hope you do as well. well yeah, maybe. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Okay, well,
3: well let's just prayed yeah. that Everything's going to.
0: All right, Lisa. It will,
3: we know we win in the end. We win in the end.
0: Amen. Uh, and so, okay, I I do thank you for the call, and you have a great weekend. God bless you, my friend.
3: I really appreciate you. Bye.
0: Bye. Okay, let's go to Grace in Texas. God bless Grace. Welcome to End of the Age.
4: Hi. Thank you. Absolutely. Um, I have a question. I'm sure you've gotten it a million times, but it's about the rapture, yeah. and I know that there's different teachings on that. Yes. And uh, before I was coming back from being prodigal. Um, I'm not sure what I knew about that raised, born and raised as a Roman Catholic, but then I was influenced by teaching of pre-trib. Okay. Now, I have listened to um, Seventh-day of Venice, which teach more of an end-time rapture, mm-hmm. not the pre-trib rapture. Yeah. And then I do believe you guys believe also more of an end-time rapture.
0: Yeah, so we, we believe that the Bible teaches a post tribulation rapture, that the uh, the rapture would occur at the very end, or um, as Jesus said, immediately after the great tribulation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that, yeah, and that that is taught all throughout scripture. There is a traditional, so there's three viewpoints here, Grace. There is a pre-tribulation rapture where people, individuals believe that the rapture would happen prior to the tribulation period beginning and that the church will be caught up and be gone and... Um, they will, won't will suffer any of the great tribulation that Jesus talked about. There are people that believe in a seven-year tribulation that uh, it's called a mid-trib belief system that the mm-hmm. tribulation would happen uh, or the, the rapture would happen halfway through that final seven-year period and that's called mid-trib and then there's what we believe the Bible teaches is a post-trib that it would happen immediately after the tribulation. There's There's a problem with the first two beliefs. Number one, there's no such thing as a seven-year great tribulation. There's no scriptures anywhere for that. The Bible tells us the great tribulation lasts the final three and one-half years. And so that really kind of throws the mid-trib belief system that, you know, basically does away with that because there's no such thing as a a mid-trib because there's no seven-year tribulation. And also the pre-tribulation belief system... Uh, there are no scriptures in the Bible that say the rapture occurs before the tribulation. There's not one scripture that says that. There are, you know, there are scriptures that say we're not appointed unto the wrath of God. I totally agree with that. It's Bible, and we're not appointed unto the wrath of God. However, that does not prove a pre-tribulation rapture. However, there are there there are many scriptures that prove we will be here all the way through the tribulation. Now, is that very popular? Not, No, it's not. However, I've got to go with the Bible. And I know that's a it's a traditional belief system. However, the Bible says, let's go to Matthew 24, 29 through 31. I'll give you one and to let you know. One of the main ones that, we, uh, that helps us to know, it's a post-tribulation rapture. What happens at the time of the rapture, Grace? is the Lord will come in the clouds. He will send His angels with the sound of a great trumpet to gather His elect, or the church, to Him. Those that are dead in Christ and those who are Christians who are alive and remain. That's the rapture. That event only happens one time in the near future. So when you look at Matthew 24, 29-31, Jesus says, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, shall the sun be dark and the moon shall not give her light, Stars will fall from heaven. The powers of heaven shall be shaken. And then shall appear the sign of the Son of Man in the in heaven. Then shall all the tribes of the earth mourn. And they shall see the Son of Man coming in the clouds of heaven. Here's the rapture with power and great glory. And He shall send His angels with the sound of a great trumpet. And they shall gather together His elect from the four winds from one end of heaven to the other. The rapture happens one time in the future. And Jesus specifically says... In Matthew 24, 29, that that occurs immediately after the tribulation of those days. Now, what I've asked people for years, that we've had conversations on the phone, that if somebody can give me a verse of Scripture, that just like this one, that says immediately before, or before the tribulation, the Lord will send His angels with the sound of a great trump to gather His elect, hey, I'm a, I'm a truth seeker. I'm all open to changing my mind. But I have not I have of all the years I've been doing this, I've yet to have one person send me that verse. So I've got to go with the verses that prove a pre a post trib because I believe that's what the Bible says.
4: Yeah. And then I wanted to know also, yeah, when they use certain scriptures for pre-trib And I listen to those scriptures. They don't sound pre-trib. They sound like they're taking it out of context and they're saying it incorrectly for pre-trib.
0: Yeah. Well, Uh, I I think some of them are, I think they're sincere. I have friends, I have pastor friends that believe in a pre-tribulation rapture. mm -hmm. Uh, But a lot of them will use, one of the main ones that they use is We're not appointed unto the wrath of God. So, therefore, the church will be gone. The thing Mm -hmm. is, is that the wrath of God are the seven vials that are poured out at the time of the battle of Armageddon. That's Revelation 16. The great tribulation is not... I've had a million of these conversations. When I tell them the great tribulation is not the wrath of God, they sit there and stare at me like, what are you talking about? The great tribulation is the wrath of Satan. It's not the wrath of God. That's one of the big turning points here. I've told my friends that, and they're like, well, hold on, wait, wait, what, what, what are you talking about? And the, it's, it, it's, a, it's revolutionary, I understand, because a lot of people, their grandpa taught that, their dad taught that, and now they teach it. And mm-hmm. am I against them? Absolutely not. I'm trying to win souls and get people ready for the soon coming uh, of Jesus Christ on the earth. But I can't look at these scriptures where Jesus said immediately after the tribulation of those days, and then say, well, maybe he meant before the tribulation. I can't do that. And so, you know, I've had to say, and, and my father-in-law, Irvin Baxter, you may know him, he, he was raised mm-hmm. pre-trib. Both of his parents mm-hmm. were pastors and evangelists. They, they believed a pre-trib, but yet when he got to be about 19, 20, 21, and started studying this... He thought, well, he, he saw these scriptures, many of them, Second Thessalonians chapter 2, Revelation 20, and he started asking his mom and dad and his preacher friends and the evangelists that would come through and the missionaries that would come through about all these, and none of them could answer his questions. And so he said, you know what? I simply had to come to grips with the fact that the church will be here throughout the tribulation. And um, so that's why we teach what we do, Grace.
4: Yeah, and then do you have any DVDs that will help me Yeah, to watch it on DVD?
0: Yep, we have a DVD called When Will the Rapture Happen? Uh, Irvin Baxter and I did that uh, maybe a year or two before he passed, and you can (laughs) order it at endtime.com or call 1-800-363-8463, and you can order the DVD. You can go online. Uh, It's it's on our website in the store. Uh, So go on there and check it out, and I hope I answered your question today, Grace god bless you my friend we're coming up to a break and then i've got a full bank of callers we're going to go straight to the calls uh when we get back and see how many we can get done before the end of the program god bless everybody
1: whether it's a global pandemic threat of war or floundering economies end time events are happening around the world every day how can you have peace in a world of such great uncertainty
0: Uh, Welcome back. We're going to go straight to the phones. Let's go to Darlene in Oklahoma. God bless Darlene. Welcome to End of the Age.
6: Hey, God bless. Um, Okay, so from Adam to Jesus was 4,000 years. From Jesus to us is, I think, over 2,000 years. So we're about to go into the rest. I mean, I want you to correct me on all this, but we're living in the last days, as the Bible says it would be as Noah. And the list of things that would happen during our time is like happening the way they're doing gender things and, and uh, pushing things on as you can't go into certain restaurants or whatever, unless you were vaccinated. Right. I mean, can you just give a rundown list?
0: Yeah. So uh, it's Luke chapter 17, verse 26. The Bible says, and as it was in the days of Noah, so shall it be also in the days of the son of man. They did eat, they drank, they married wives. They were given a marriage until the day Noah entered into the ark and the flood came and destroyed them all. And then it also goes into Lot, where it's it, with Lot it says they did eat, they drank, they bought, sold, planted, they builded. But the same day that Lot went up out of Sodom, it rained fire and brimstone from heaven and destroyed them all. Even thus shall it be in the day when the Son of Man is revealed. And so there are, I've heard it taught for years, Darlene, that it will just be business as usual until the Lord comes and he's going to come in as a thief in the night. I totally agree with that. And it was business as usual in the days of Noah until, the, until one day somebody th- felt a raindrop on their head and they thought, what's that? Because it had never rained before. And then, of course, the door to the, the ark, once it started to really pour rain, the door to the ark, God had shut the door to the ark and they couldn't get in. Mm-hmm. So it was business as usual until the wrath came. Well, in these two prophecies right here, why did God choose to for Luke to use Noah and Lot? I've written articles on this because one one of the ominous parts of this is that the those people were living in a such a societal societal sin had just been was rampant, and it became so bad in those times that God was forced to judge the entire earth except eight souls in Noah's era and the cities of Sodom and Gomorrah. And because their sin cried out to God and it became so bad, God was forced to come and judge them. So there's more to these scriptures. If you read into everything as a whole, what's going on here, God is coming back to judge the earth and set everything straight uh, because... Yes, it will be business as usual for many. Many are just going to be living their lives. That's why the Bible says he will come as a thief in the night because people that aren't watching, he absolutely right. will come as a thief in the night. Yeah.
7: But Noah, Noah was watching, watching for
0: the Lord and Noah understood the Lord's coming. And when it, when the Lord, when it started to rain, it was not surprising to Noah. Right. Noah kind of understood what was going on because he was watching. Mm-hmm. Yep. And
6: that's what we need to do. And then... Um, The scripture where the, you know, Trump's peace plan. Yes. And then Biden, I thought maybe Biden would just dissolve it, but he's going to take it over. And like you said earlier, um, he'll make it stronger, but not necessarily Biden's the Antichrist, but whoever takes it and does things with it. I'm not trying to say Biden's the Antichrist.
0: No. So you're talking about the Abraham Accords?
6: Yes. And also um, men's consciences will be seared, men and women, and the way they're rioting about abortion it's just like demons speaking through them and acting like that and it just it's it's just like we're living in a it's like i i feel like i'm reading a story in the bible you know but we're living it
0: yeah yeah we we certainly are we're living in end-time bible prophecy the uh let me clear up something for everybody on the abraham accords donald trump the abraham accords came in under him where the many nations normalized relationship with israel however Joe Biden is continuing on um, with the Abraham Accords. He supports that, shockingly, because he was trying to really, it appears that when he came into office, he was trying to undo everything Trump um, initiated and got accomplished when he was president. However, the Abraham Accords is one of the things that he's continued to support. But we know, Darlene, scripturally, that neither Trump nor Biden could be the Antichrist Because they have to come the Antichrist will come from the reborn Holy Roman Empire, which is the European Union. So wanna make sure everybody uh, is clear on that before we end the program today. Yep.
6: He's just being a tool. It could just he could be being used as a tool, but Okay. Uh, Well thanks, Dave. And you said you had open lines, I think. Yeah, absolutely.
0: All right. Well I've got a full bank of callers now, so I'm gonna have to let you go. I do thank you for the call. You have a great weekend. Let's go to uh, Michael in Indiana. God bless Mike. We can, welcome to End of the Age. Hey, hello, Dan. How are you doing? You I'm doing, doing tremendous, my friend.
5: Hey, I actually made it to one of your property conferences last year when you were in uh, South Bend, Indiana. Oh, cool.
0: I actually made it. Yeah, great. I'll
5: great be up conference. there here
0: in another couple months as well.
5: Oh, good. I yeah. will definitely be trying to make that. Same good. place? Same place as before?
0: Yeah, South Bend on Ironwood.
5: Awesome. Yep, yep, yep. Yeah. Awesome, awesome. Yes, okay, sir. so... I um I was talking to a a friend of mine, and I guess he's Islam, but he doesn't read the Quran. He reads a book called The Testament of Truth. Have you ever heard of it? I have not. You have not? No. I'll I'll see if I can get the website, and I'll email it to you. Yeah. Um, he has a very interesting way of looking at things. They don't believe that Jesus died for us like we do.
0: That's that's correct. Yeah.
5: Yeah, and then they have a very. (laughs) It would take me too long to explain it, but they have a very weird view. But I just wondered if you had um, heard of it and definitely just happy with the Supreme Court uh, decisions yeah. over the last few days. Not just abortion, but guns, climate. Just yeah, Great job on their part.
0: Amen. Um, yeah, there have been several wins by the Supreme Court that I've been happy with over the last couple of weeks. Definitely. It's been awesome. Not definitely all of them, fair. but several.
5: Not all. Not, yeah, not everything, but it was great that that football coach
0: Oh, absolutely that was yeah sure it was, that, that was, yeah. That was if it's really a great. win for Christianity, man, I'm in sure. come on, yeah, definitely, yeah,
5: definitely, well, I will see if I can find the website for the Testament of Truth I'll yeah, yeah, yeah it send again. it to me
0: d robbins at intime dot com
5: yeah,' cause they believe like they believe in negative and positive energy, yeah, they don't believe they don't call homosexuality an abomination, but at the same point they don't support it either.
0: So it's, yeah. it's, it's uh, very,
5: very interesting. There, so there, are, several,
0: to, there are several Muslims nations now that are putting people to death. I just saw somebody in Iran that was put to death for that. So, Oh, really? Yeah. Uh,
5: apparently they don't. He, they're more of a, uh, whatever he is, is more of yeah. a peaceful type religion. So, well, send me and, the website
0: and I'll check it out.
5: Yeah, sure. Well, you uh, have a great
0: weekend and a great fourth well, God of bless month. you, my friend. You do the same. Right. Let's yes. go to John in Tennessee. God bless John. Welcome to End of the Age.
8: Good afternoon, Dave. How
0: are you doing? I'm doing tremendous. How are you?
8: Say, oh, I'm I'm just wonderful. Good. Uh, I have a question. Yep. I've been wondering, with the Israeli government dissolving, mm-hmm. and with the tensions in the Middle East the way they are, and the nuclear capabilities of Iran approaching, yeah, what kind of uh, effect? does the lack of government support or government control in Israel have on the IDF?
0: Right. So, how are they
8: being controlled and who actually is in control of
0: them? Yes. So, with the dissolving of the government, if you understand how the current government, or the, I should say the previous, as of a day ago, government was set up, it, oh, was, yeah. in a, it was in a sharing arrangement between Naftali Bennett and Yair Lapid. Yair Lapid mm-hmm. was set to take over in September of 2023. That's how they formed the government originally. Well, when they dissolved the Knesset, and the government dissolved, in in essence, they, Naftali Bennett went off the scene, but the powers just transferred to Yair Lapid, and Yair Lapid will be an interim prime minister until the elections in November. So it's not going to affect Israel's military at all. It, that okay. the, Part of the government will continue on, just the current coalition, uh, the current government dissolved, but Yair Lapid just going to continue as an interim prime minister until the election. So it's not going to affect Israel's, uh, Israel's military. The military is the only reason that they're, besides God, is the reason that they exist today, that they're able All to right. defend themselves. So they're not going to let anything happen to the military. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, so it's, it, that's all set in stone. Yeah,
8: yeah. as long as their their top generals aren't going to be taken away in a new set put yeah, in no, or no. something like that. That kind of concerned me that yeah. perhaps because I wasn't sure if Lapid was going to be a commander in chief or who was actually operating in that
0: capability. Yeah. Right. So I, I'm um, Benny Gantz is their defense minister. Right. And so I think he will continue on until the elections. I would have to document that. Don't quote me on that. But I think because Yair Lapid's continuing on, that Benny Gantz will as well. I would have to document that as well. I haven't looked into it that much. But I know they're not going to let anything happen to the military because do you think that all of the Arab nations, Iran and all of them, all the proxies are not watching what's going on with Israel. If they, saw they read the same news we do. Yeah. They'd be into it. Oh, yeah, they'd be right into it that's today if they thought the military was going go, yeah. to go. Yeah, so that's simply not going to happen.
8: turn their head slightly before they can do
0: something. Exactly. And another thing is that um, this Negev summit where Israel and um, all of the, uh, many of the Arab nations, Saudi Arabia, and many of them that are gathering together, forming alliances with the United States mm-hmm. for a regional military uh, security plan and economics and all kinds of different things. All of that stuff is moving straight forward. The dissolving of Israel's government is not going to hinder that at all. I just read articles that's on that good. before I came in here. So that's moving straight forward.
8: Good, because I, I can see Iran's accession to a nuclear power yeah. being the immediate cause of, well, not the immediate cause of Four Angels' are. Of the Sixth Trumpet
0: War. Right. Yeah. I mean, like I say, Israel knows that Iran is watching every news source just like we are, and right. they're they're never going to allow anything to happen to the military. That's the reason they're able to exist. Besides God, the military is the, the, military's the reason Israel is able to exist today. So and it's, it's got to be with the
8: help of God because nobody put a military together as quick as the Israelis did.
0: <laughs> a- amen. Um, yeah, very important.
8: All right. Well, I appreciate that. And Absolutely. Have a wonderful force, you and yours, and
0: keep up the good work. Uh, thank you much, John. God bless you, my friend, and you do the same. Let's. Okay. Well, man, I'm coming up to a break here. Um, so when we get back, I'll go straight to the phones. But I just want everybody to know that the 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 all the prophecies converging at the same time. When we talk, well, I talked to Darlene earlier about the Lord coming as a thief in the night. The Bible does say that he will do that. And I know a lot of people say, well, no men know what the day or the hour, because the Bible says he'll come as a thief in the night. Nobody will be able to know. But the Bible says, 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, the Bible says, uh, the Apostle Paul said, men and brethren, you don't have any need that I write unto you against the end time. You know the Lord is coming about the events in the end time, because you know the Lord's coming as a thief in the night. But then he talks to us and he says, but you, brethren... Are not children of the night, you're children of the day that that day should overtake you as a thief. So he's saying, so therefore he says, let us watch. So in the end time, with all of these prophecies coming down, those that are watching and understand the prophecies, the Lord's coming will not come as a thief in the night. We're going to be watching, we're going to be knowing about when it'll happen and the different prophecies that are leading up to that. But if you don't understand the prophecies and you're not following this stuff, then yes. The Bible says it will come as a thief in the night. And so I wanted to just make sure we cleared that up because the Bible says that we will be able to know very close to about when the Lord will come. It gives us timelines and things to follow. Maybe we don't know the day or the hour at this point, but we will know the times and the seasons leading up to that. So very, very important. Thank you guys for the call. We'll get to as many as we can when we get back. Okay, welcome back, everybody. We're going straight to the phones. Let's go to Michael in Tennessee. God bless Michael. Welcome to Into the Age. Hello, Brother Dave. How are you?
9: Yes, I'm doing good. good. I hope you're well.
0: I'm doing okay. perfect.
9: Um, yes, I'm glad, so glad, because you have a wealth of knowledge, and that's very important to a lot of people. So, okay, my question, I guess, is pretty simple. Um, you know, we hear that there's 63.6 million abortions taking place within like 30 years time Mm -hmm. i wonder how many have happened because i know that they have and you know behind closed doors and nobody i wonder because i've tried to find some numbers there's no numbers out there right and then the second thing is i hear a lot of people saying what is wrong with these people you know that in washington and i go back to a a story in the Bible about the man that ran around in the graveyard, no clothes, putting himself. And but when Jesus came by and touched the man, they found him again. He was clothed and in, in his right mind. Yes. So to me, those people, and I'm not saying names, but those people are possessed. They can't even help it. The devil tells them when to get up, and when to shut out. Yeah. And uh, but I have searched diligently to try to find any kind of number on the abortions that have taken place that have not been accounted for. Right. Just curious if you have any insight on that.
0: Yeah, so the other day I actually, when I was putting together a program on abortions, I came across some articles that talked about the 63 to 65 million since 1973, but it also said that there were several, there were many states that never even reported on their abortions that happened in them they were supposed to be reporting and didn't and so that they it was impossible for them to figure out exactly how many above and beyond the 63 point I think it's 63.6 or 7 million that are accounted for it was impossible for them to determine how many only here in America now I want everybody to know that's not globally that's just here in America that um, the ones that are accounted for so Michael, I, I'm not, I just studied this the other day. I'm not going to be able to answer that because I couldn't find a number. My team here, um, we couldn't, couldn't locate one because they said there were so many people that just simply didn't report it. Um, and so I, I don't know if I can give you that number. Uh, give me the second question again.
9: Um,
0: really not a question.
9: Um, yeah, actually, uh, but not a question. Uh, you know, there's there's so many people that don't realize. Oh, yeah, yeah, realize, okay, I remember, yeah. You know,
0: that don't realize. Yeah, you, so, you're talking about people being possessed. The thing is, yeah, is that yeah. you have to understand that these people are not acting on their own. I mean, Joe Biden just didn't get up one day and think, well, I'm going to be this person that says I'm a Catholic, but yet I'm going to promote abortion at every turn and uh, i 'm going to push you know push push us into the world government and just all these different agendas and stuff he 's trying to push i 'm going to take people 's guns he is driven he has been groomed for this position if he would 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 not have been able to play willing to play ball and have been groomed for this position for years, he never would be president today. A lot of people think the election gets somebody there, but for years the the um, Council on Foreign Relations, they groomed so many people to be in these uh, politicians, to be in these positions because they're trying to create a world governing body. It's the, when, when Donald Trump came out and started talking about the establishment and the deep state and all these different things, these politicians are groomed. That's why you have uh, rhinos. They're, they are Republican in name only because they realize, hey, we're going to make this uh, a, an issue that the Republicans and Democrats can agree on. And then you think, well, I voted in a Republican. I remember uh, Ted Nugent saying several years ago that he was pro-Mitt Romney. But now today, I I would be shocked if Ted Nugent was pro-Mitt Romney because Romney is what you call rhino, Republican in name only. He is pro-establishment, pro-deep state. All these people were planted there. And so when you talk about some of these people... When you, it's all geared towards a world government. The Bible says in Revelation 13 that the dragon or Satan gave this entity its seat, power, and great authority. You want to know why the world government and most of government is so corrupt? And there's just they lie like it's the truth, and they push for abortions, the killing. Some people, some of them actually push partial birth abortions, which I heard Mark Levin the other night describe yeah. a partial birth abortion, and I wanted to go get sick because, oh. I mean, I, I can't even let my mind go to something like that. I mean, that is, that's horrible. That's that's like the worst to on, a, really on an unborn cool. baby. And so when you talk about people like that, are they possessed? I believe that they many be- of them have been turned over to a reprobate mind. I pray for them. I pray for Got Joe it, yeah. Biden.
9: Absolutely. They believe it. They believe it. Yeah, absolutely. They believe what they're doing. I really believe that 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 is true. They believe what they're doing. A very important man, um, maybe of no consequence to some people now, but Ronald Reagan, he made a statement. He said, it seems to me that all the people that are talking about abortions are already born.
0: Right. Yeah, absolutely. And
9: we are guaranteed in the Constitution of life and liberty and the pursuit of happiness. And these children that are not born, it's proven scientific fact that they know their mother's voice when they're in the womb. Yeah. And nobody considers it. You know, Jeremiah yeah. 1 and 5, he knew us before. He knew him before he was born. You know, there's so many things there yeah. that is distilled in me from a kid. And Amen. when I see that, you know, I'm like some of these other people. I'm like, wow, they really believe this, you know. Well, the thing yeah. is, I believe they're like the man in the graveyard. They're actually possessed. Amen.
0: Well, yes. I, I agree with you on most okay. of it, my friend, if not all. So, um, yeah, well, I do thank okay. you. I've got a – man, I've got a lot of calls to get through, Mike. Uh, you have a great weekend. God bless you, my Stay friend. Stay healthy. Yes, sir. Bye-bye. Let's go straight to Trey right here in Texas. God bless, Trey. Welcome to End of the Age. Yes, sir. Uh, thank you again
10: for taking my call. You've been really nice for the last three weeks, and I really appreciate it. And I was going to say, y'all have a wonderful Fourth of July and a great weekend. And, I, and I'm more optimistic about this country more than ever, uh, what we've seen in the last several weeks with the rulings of the Supreme Court. Yes, sir. You know, this country has been born out of turmoil. You know, we had half of the country that wanted to split away from England. We had the other half that wanted to stay. We had a civil war def- uh, debating the issue of slavery and what is a human being. Uh, we've had economic turmoil. We've been through world wars and uh, other regional conflicts, but yet we've god has, has blessed us and i think he's going to bless us i think the best is yet to come and i, I and i think you and all these other wonderful people like mark levin and the late rich limbaugh and uh jd Farrag and uh joel rich and uh y'all have, have really contributed more than you ever know and yes i know we have uphill battle uh with other half of america but you know that's just the way it's going to be but i think ultimately uh uh, we're on God's side, and uh, we have nothing really to fear. And I think the best is yet to come for this country.
0: Yes, sir. Well, I agree with you. I'm believing for a spiritual revival. And, you know, if we will all always point back to God, Trey, uh, anybody, anybody that you hear on the radio or television or wherever else that's promoting God and that wants to get we, and recognizes our Judeo-Christian foundation in America and I heard somebody say the other day that uh, they posted online that we uh, America was not founded on a Judeo Christian foundation, and I'm like, w- wh- where, 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 what, what history books are you studying? Anybody who points back towards that, Mark Levin, all them guys um, that point back to our Judeo Christian foundation, and want to get us back towards that i 'm all in and god 's blessing those individuals in the midst of turmoil and chaos they''re tr- they're people that are trying to censor them heavily a lot of different things, but people that are pointing us back to god that 's what we need here in america we don't need a war we don't need uprisings we don't need all uh, you know the great big um, huge riots and all this stuff we need to get back to god that that 's what will turn this country around a spiritual revival so uh, i, I I've got so many calls, Trey. I hate to let you go. I want to say God bless you, my friend, uh, and thank, thank you, sir. Well, you have a great weekend.
10: Well, thank you. All
0: right. Bye-bye. Yes, sir. All right. Uh, let's go to Glenn in New Jersey. God bless Glenn. Welcome to End of the Age. Um, hello? Hello, Glenn.
11: Uh, yeah, hello, uh, Pastor Dave. Um, yes, I'm, I have – I just want to make a quick comment uh, and then ask a question. Yes. Um maybe i um, i've got three uh, okay. minutes so you have to be quick <laughs> okay yeah you know i wanted to say uh concerning you know those women that are now uh, have now come out you know that are being exposed you know as to what they think concerning their prohibition of abortion and uh you know a uh, pro-life you know and uh i mean having such wicked hearts you know that uh They even support, you know, the killing of babies because if they say, you know, that um, you know, it is I have a right to my own body, but we should ask ourselves, you know, what God says He has a right to our own body, and not, uh, you know, them. Right. And you know, I feel that you know, there would there wouldn't be so much fatherless, motherless children, uh, people who are so poor they cannot uh, raise their children you know, and, you know, uh, and they become orphans and things like that. Right.
0: Because if we realized, you know, that... Hey, Mar- uh, Glenn, uh, you know, uh, Glenn, let me break in with you here. I got two minutes. If you're going to ask a question, let's go ahead and get to that, please.
11: All right. So the question uh, concerns, um, you know, the rapture again. Um, you know, I think you commented on it, you know, before. So when um, a, you know, when, when the rapture takes place, and you said it's going to be a simultaneous going ascending and descending, yeah. and you know, and then we also have uh, the, the 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 feast of the you know the the, uh, the wedding feast, you know, between yeah. the bridegroom and the bride. Yep. So, um, when is it? Actually, going to take place is it between, uh, in between, you know, the ascension
0: and descension, yeah. and yes. for, uh,
11: for how long is the is the feast going to last? Uh, you know, I don't. If you could yeah. maybe dilate on that a little bit.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So if you go to Revelation chapter nineteen, the Bible says Revelation nineteen seven: Let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to Him, for the marriage of the Lamb has come. That's the rapture. When He gathers everybody unto Him, and the Bible says His wife hath made herself ready. That's the rapture. Then it says, okay. Revelation nineteen nine. Now think about this. Blessed are they which are called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb. So it's given us a, a chronological order of what's happening here. If we're all going to be called, at, at the end of it all, when the Lord comes back, plants His feet upon the Mount of Olives, right there in Jerusalem, that's where we're all going to be. We're going to end up. We're coming back with the Lord to there. Well, yeah. I'm in Dallas, Texas. People are in China. People are in New Zealand. They're all over the world Christians. So what happens at the time of the rapture? All the Christians, from the the dead in Christ and the Christians who are alive and remain, will be caught up to meet Him in the air. Okay? From all over the world, wherever. In the grave and alive. Caught up to meet Him. The Bible says, right here, we're, we're gathered unto, we're called unto the marriage supper of the Lamb in the sky. So we go, or in heaven we're called up to the marriage supper. And then, once we have the marriage supper, we go straight to, be- to fight on behalf of Israel at the Battle of Armageddon when He plants His feet upon the Mount of Olives. It's one simultaneous event. The rapture where we're all gathered unto Him, the marriage supper of the Lamb in the sky, then we go straight to fight on behalf of Him at the-, at the Battle of Armageddon. If you look at Revelation 19, just start at verse 7, and read all the way down through the rest of the chapter, we start with the rapture, and we end up at the Battle of Armageddon fighting on behalf of Israel, Zechariah chapter 14. The Bible says he comes back in the book of Jude with ten thousands of his saints. So the, the, the chronological order of all this is spelled out, Revelation 19, 7, all the way through the rest of the chapter. So hope that answers your question. Glenn, I'm right here at the end of the program. I apologize. I do want to say to everybody, have a great weekend. We will see you back in here on the first part of next week. God bless.